Hey everyone, it's Evelyn, and thank you for tuning in to the podcast for another episode. This is episode 19, and it's on one of our favorite subjects to talk about, empowerment. So, what is it that you know in your heart empowers you? This is something that I wasn't really familiar with. I didn't think that it had a lot to do with my life personally. I didn't know exactly what it meant uh, up until a couple years ago. And it was a game-changing experience for me. I didn't know that in the ups and downs of everyday life that there could be a point in my life where I started to feel like I was numb to things or invisible. And I I found myself following that track, the regular everyday obstacles and track that we find ourselves on. And I thought that it was completely normal, which for most people it is. Uh, You get into a groove, right? And then you're following it all the time. And it was an awakening experience to reposition myself to be more empowered, to feel more empowered. And I actually had to travel to a couple different places and talk to a couple people that specialized in helping others in different ways, in different studies that they did and so forth, to be able to decide for myself whether this was a change that I wanted to make happen. And People can walk around and they can say, you're empowered to do this, you're empowered to do that, but it really doesn't make a hint of difference if you don't know what it means and what it means to you and how to put it into motion. So you could be one of those people who's listening to this right now and you are the most empowered person that there is and you're completely 100% satisfied with that and that's okay. This episode might not be the one that changes you, but if you're anything like me, I would have loved for someone to have told me a couple years ago what I'm going to talk to you about in this podcast today. So... Life is designed in a way to orchestrate fear of empowerment. Either you fall into a role that is less accepted, whether you're of a different color, or maybe you're gay, or maybe you are a woman, or, you know, any anything that makes you different, or by someone else's, you know, definition of different, right? And... If you're passive, then it's okay just to sit back and say, I'm okay with what other people say. And if you're an aggressor, then you feel different. And you're like, you know, I want to fight everybody on everything, every day, every time, even if it doesn't make a difference. Someday they'll wake up and it will make a difference. Well, I'm kind of in the middle where... I had fought and fought and fought for things that I wanted to change, differences that I wanted to see made, and changes that I wanted to make within myself, and I was hitting a wall. Every time I turned around, I felt as though my thoughts and my actions 
were just put into the universe and simply just drifted away. And I didn't feel like I was making any sort of difference whatsoever, wasn't being heard. In my case, it was more along the lines of being a woman. Being a woman is something that never affected me, or at least I thought it never affected me in my youth and in my professional life. But then thinking back from a wiser standpoint, I realized that it played a role in my professional life more than I ever gave it credit for, for positives and negatives. But at some point, I uh, started to realize that it wasn't, it wasn't benefiting me like I thought that it would uh, and it actually took the no the opposite turn and I wasn't being heard anymore because not only was I a woman but I was also very passive I still am it's how I'm built I'm a very passive person and so not knowing what to do I just fell into this hamster wheel cycle of just being a functional human being who said yes at things that didn't affect me negatively and saying no to things that impacted me unfairly and I did it in a group so that if it, you know, caused some sort of negative stir, it didn't hurt me personally so bad because I had a group around me to pillow the pain, for instance. So... I wanted to talk about my awakening experience and kind of bring some insight to, you know, what goes through your head, how you understand these items, and then what do you do with them, and, you know, what gives you the, you know, the motivation to continue? What's on the other side of that fence, and is the grass always greener on the other side? You know, they always say to you, they always, you know, the grass is greener on the other side and then they get to the other side. Of course it's not. And then you're like, what have I done? We're going to back things up with some facts today. So whether it's an office or company politics or people feeding on your vulnerability, others simply just taking advantage predatorial personalities, preying on your weaknesses, or other people's opinions weighing in on your vulnerabilities. Others who act like they know everything. Those, those kind, they can be tricky because at any point you could be like, oh, I didn't know that. All right. Okay. Right. But no, not so much. Those are probably the people that you've got to be the most cautious because the people who pretend like they know the answer to everything are usually the people who think that they know the answer to everything and can get you into some trouble. Understand the remedies for your successes. Hold on to your pure heart and process ahead of time in every situation that you're going to have pain. You're going to get rejected. The trick here is having the strength within you, and all of us have it, even if you don't feel like you do, trust me, you have it, of picking yourself up after disappointment and brushing yourself on and continuing to move forward and take the following chances. It's not easy, and it doesn't help you 
in the immediate moment, but later on, once you have processed the pain, it allows you to know not what to do when you try again. And eventually, your tries are going to become successes. So, understand that our biggest successes derive from our most significant failures. And it sounds cheesy, but it's the truth. Without those failures, we can't have the building blocks that send us to the next area that we're trying to conquer in our lives, no matter what it is. So also understand that pain, especially from vulnerability, and I can speak to this firsthand, is probably my most unique and soft area is my vulnerability. It is the emphasis that makes the second or third time your expertise. It makes you makes you know in your heart that you do not want to feel that way again. And it makes you, you just naturally examine what made me feel this way in the first place. How do I ever keep from feeling that horrible way again that caused that rejection? And in turn, that feeling is the is the negative energy that pushes you from making that leap again and you want to overcome that leap you want to be able to say i don't care about this feeling because it's going to be the emphasis that fuels the fire that catapults me further the next time i'm going to take it to the next level i'm going to be better and as long as you reposition it in that sense then you're going to be surprised at the amount of strength that you have when you're looking back at it. And I know that I talk about it in every single episode, but the theme of this podcast is to being your best self. And I feel that no one is going to be able to be their best selves unless they're properly empowered. And empowerment is tricky because it's not natural uh, unless you are always winning and there are people out there that are just winning left and right and if you're one of those people then good for you if you want a life that increased wins are a part a chapter of your book then being empowered is a necessity and it's sometimes something that you don't know that you need so life is short Spend your days doing things that make you proud of yourself, productive, and like you're making a difference with yourself or with others or both. When a challenge comes across your path, and it will, number one, prepare. As long as you do your best, you can always know that you gave something your all in that situation. Number two, Have an open mind. If you want to come up with ideas that are outside of the box and you want other people to take you seriously, then you want to be as unique as you possibly can and you want to stand out. You want to think of a different path than anybody has ever taken before. You almost want to catch somebody when they're saying something that they're used to saying all the time to have to stop themselves and wonder what conversation they're in because you're changing the game. You're changing the way that they are thinking and they don't even know it yet. 
Number three, be confident in yourself. A huge part of what empowers you is how passionate you are about your beliefs. I had a boss tell me a long time ago that I shouldn't be as afraid to talk in front of people, which is one of my biggest fears is talking in front of people live. And he said, as long as you know what you're talking about, you're never going to mess up. Because if you forget your words or you forget your courage or you just draw a blank and your speech that you practiced forever means nothing, then if you're passionate and knowledgeable about what you're talking about, you don't need notes and you don't need to memorize. You can just keep on going. And it's almost like you're having a conversation with the people in the audience instead of presenting to them. And I said, yeah, well, what if they don't like what I have to say? What if they start asking me questions I don't know the answers to? And he said, when the time comes, you will know. When to use your automated answers, your genuine feelings, your opinions about things, and you'll also know when to stand away from those. It's an energy that you can feel come off the audience that's listening to you. And every episode that I've had in life that has gone from that sense of thinking has fallen true to that. If you're knowledge and you're passionate about what you're talking about, then you can't go wrong when it comes to nervousness or anxiety or anything like that and presenting something to a group of people. And even if it's outside of the box and it's completely different than what anybody has ever come up with ever, you know that they're going to be able to take you seriously as long as you're professional and you're knowledgeable, passionate about what you're going for. Number four is the confidence in yourself is a huge part of empowerment and if you believe in your heart that something is worth fighting for then by all means do every single thing that you can to fight for it there are so many times that people take the first answer that may be negative and they settle for it because that's how we're raised someone says no to you and you're like okay or, you know, it's out of respect too. Someone says, I don't feel that way. Okay, we'll move on. And that's fine in most cases. But if it's something that you're really passionate about and a change that you really want to make, then don't give up on those passions. A few years ago, I had gotten used to life. I had mentioned earlier in this podcast that I had fallen into this hamster wheel cycle doing the same things every day. Well, because I am so passionate about what I do and I'm so creative, I sit sometimes in the evenings and I cut a lot of time on my hands from not sleeping a lot. And it's not something that I'm working on um, and it's something that is a constant struggle for me. Um, but one of the positives that come from it is that I have idle time with my ideas and my creativity and a lot of the goal that I try to reach in my everyday life is just trying to change change different processes and different structures to be able to make a difference in other people's lives that is what fulfills me 
And so I was at a point in my career where I was staying up late and I was writing down all of these ideas and I was coming across, you know, all right, Evelyn, give yourself the obstacles that you will face. Okay, this could happen. This could happen. This could happen. And I would type it all out and I would be so proud of myself and I would go and I would present these ideas and I would be confronted with businessmen who would, you know, kind of blow me off. Like, well, that's just Evelyn being Evelyn or, you know, Evelyn, listen, we, there's only an hour in the, there's only an hour in the meeting here. And I know that if I, if I pick on you, you're going to talk the whole thing because you've got, you've, you, you like to talk a lot. Or they would give me an assignment and they would say, now you don't have to spend all day on this, okay? Or now I know that you're going to put a ton of detail in it, but we really just want the idea, okay? And I felt defeated. It wasn't just one or three times that this happened. It happened again and again and again. And it was my character. It was my passion for what I was doing that was putting all these ideas onto paper. And out of 100% of the things that I ever wrote down, only, you know, maybe 15% of them were ever utilized or taken seriously. Ironically enough, later on, and this has nothing to do with the um, subject at hand, but they ended up using those ideas. But this time it ended up coming from them as a brand new idea, right? I got tired of being blown off. I felt like I had meshed into the wall with the paint. Like what I had to bring to the table was just Evelyn being Evelyn. And I started looking for help. I started going um, to therapy to find out, was it me? What, am I, am I, do I talk too much? Should I hush myself up? Should I quiet down? Um, is it a cloud of negativity that I am bringing to the table by saying things that we need to fix? Or who do I think I am, right? And then suddenly I started to follow my discouragement which wasn't necessarily a bad thing. Once I fell into a lapse of discouragement, I started to seek out fulfillment. I had loved what I was doing. I knew that the situation was probably never going to change with how I was viewed, but I was respected. I just wasn't heard. That was my problem. And so I sought some therapy, but I also traveled to a couple different cities and I talked to some spiritual people about what was going on. And I had gotten some feedback about, um, being, you know, a spiritual being and, you know, all of this stuff. I I had gone to New Orleans and gotten a a potion to try to help me twice I did that to be heard Um, and they had incense that they had given me and you know different stones to hold and I was wearing these bracelets I was trying so hard all I wanted was to be heard and then I backed off 
I thought, you know, I'm putting these goals as number one in my life and have been for a really long time. I think that I need to reposition my energy that I'm putting into the universe into some different areas. Not forget these ones because they'll still be there and I love these areas. But I'm going to put myself first and I'm going to see what outcome comes of this. And let's see if that fulfills me. So remember, when a challenge comes across your path, prepare, have an open mind, and be confident. So I grew accustomed to feeling that second rate feeling after so long that every time I'd open my mouth, it felt like not just a whisper, but it felt like I was invisible, like I was part of the wind. And I knew at that point that it was time to start a new chapter. I shifted my focus. I wanted to feel accomplished again. And if the environment I was in wasn't going to do that for me, then I was going to change around my priorities a little bit. That's what it was time to do. Because I feel like the universe and the people that you surround yourself with, they all have a need for you. They're all attracted to you for one way, shape, or form. But if they mean a lot to you and your position in their life just isn't fitting, then it doesn't mean that you don't need them. It just means that they don't need you for whatever the current energy you're giving them is. Maybe you need to switch around your energy and you'll be more fulfilled in the life that you're providing for yourself and them. You just need to reposition your thoughts and your ideas. And I'm going to explain how to do that because it can be a little difficult and it can be kind of confusing. So I shifted my focus. I wanted to feel accomplished again. And if the environment that I was in wasn't going to do that, then like I said, I was going to change my priorities around. I decided on focusing on my spiritual and mental health, my physical health. I, uh, had gone to the doctor about my diverticulitis and I told you already about this in a previous podcast about how um, they couldn't do my surgery because of my uh, weight and the reason why my weight had been the way that it was was because I had been on steroids to try to keep another flare-up from coming but then a different dose of steroids for a year blew me up like a huge balloon uh, because of my asthma I had acquired asthma. I was a smoker for 25 years. I had sleep apnea. I had thyroid disease. I had all of these items. I had tumor on my kidney uh, that had been undiagnosed because I wasn't paying attention to my health. So I decided to focus in on going to the doctor and figuring out what the heck was wrong with me and how to make my quality of life better. Uh, If I wasn't alive, then what good would any of my opinions be anyway, right? So then... I lobbied for the surgery that I needed after I discovered these items. I committed to a fitness plan. I committed to eating habit changes. I committed to keeping a journal and binding my progress. I addressed my sleep apnea. I quit smoking and I identified my thyroid disease and went on medication. We had to do a big thing. I had to go through hormone therapy. It was 
something that wasn't easy, but I found accomplishment in addressing these issues that for years I didn't know that I had, some of them genetic. Some of them I was able to help others by reaching out to other people in my family to have them tested for these things. I did things that reminded me of my worth. So in the hamster wheel of things, I started to forget the things that I was good at. I started forgetting the lives that I had changed, if in any way, even if it were the smallest little way. I started to forget different things that I was challenged with in life that I won. And unfortunately, that's how positive and negative energy works. It is so much easier to focus on the negative than it is to keep the positive always buzzing around you. And it's the negative that will keep you up at night most likely, not the neg- not the positive rather. It is the negative that will keep you from eating. It is the negative that will keep you with anxiety. But the positive unfortunately doesn't always do that for you. It has less of an impact on, you know, your tensity. Thank goodness because you know, the more negativity that I eliminate from my life and everyone else does theirs, the better, right? So I did things that reminded me of my worth and I, you know, looked back at my life and said, I did this and it was right, or I did this and I may have failed at it, but I learned this lesson and this lesson and this lesson. I learned this lesson, this lesson, this. I started listening to motivational tapes and those could be frowned upon, as a sign of weakness from some, but not for me. They they got me pumped again. They got me realizing what I was all about again, what I was doing this for. I was doing it for me. And that was a focus that I had forgotten about for quite some time. I revisited old reports and I started looking at numbers and I started understanding with my job some of the places that we may have gone wrong some of the places that we could have done things better and I started writing plan B, C's, D's so I did not have to spend all day working on something I had plans and at that point I would just wait to be asked what those plans were and have backup plans in case someone didn't like what I thought It brought things into perspective because instead of being the only thing that I was concentrating on and the only thing that I was depending whether I'd have a good day or not about, I was spreading these opportunities out as far out as I possibly could. And I highly suggest anybody listening to do that as well. Spread your opportunities out there for happiness because it increases your chances of things going right. And the more things that go right, the more, again, that fuels the machine that fires up that empowerment inside of you to continue rolling forward and making new goals and then trying to conquer those. So I reminded myself of my other passions and I stopped caring so much about the other ones. They didn't go away entirely, of course, but I certainly wanted to make it important that not one thing was going to get all of my attention, like I just mentioned. I had to understand that people all similarly want to succeed, and so do I. But it sounds harsh, 
Unfortunately, people are their nicest when they're benefiting from your words. And that's okay as long as you understand that that is what's going on. If you're blinded by any other reason, then it's just a story that you're telling yourself. And when you realize it, it's going to hurt you, but you will recover. Empowerment is about having people listen to you regardless of whether they agree with you all the time. And being prepared for that backlash is something that you have to be okay with. And the only thing that's going to make you okay with it is being all right with learning the lessons that come from those things. Hearing what somebody thinks and you may not agree with it, find out if their perspective could be correct and find out how it benefits the goal that you're trying to reach. Number four, produce results. I, I, I tried to produce as many results as possible. I wanted to show everybody what I could do. I wanted to show myself the capabilities that I'd forgotten that I'd had. I wanted to push my own boundaries and don't be afraid to fail. Don't be afraid to shift your thoughts or your time. Sometimes you're going to do things like I do the same thing every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I'm talking about shifting your energies. Maybe you're part of a different group that only meets on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Maybe you're doing something new. You decide to take on a new hobby and it's on the weekends. Shift your schedule around. Shift your goals around. Shift your ideas around. Because if it isn't fitting, then there's a reason why the universe is rejecting what your thoughts are. And it's all part of a bigger vibrational impact. I believe. And I wouldn't be sitting here telling you this today if I hadn't experienced it myself. Something that is so important is through it all, not forgetting your worth. And that's something that had happened to me and I didn't even realize that it was happening to me until I got so used to being, you know, pushed to the side that I was just numb saying yes to everything, saying no to the things that were obvious no's, and just riding the hamster wheel each day in, day out. And then I decided that it wasn't enough for me. I wanted to be the change that somebody, you know, wished to see in the world. I wanted to be the memory that someone thought about and smiled. I wanted to save a life if I could, or, you know, be the first person who came up with an idea rather than a slew of people who thought of a million ideas and just, you know, falling into a barrel of different ideas. You know, I wanted to be that person who stuck out and made the change. And I think being your best self this year is so important to go through it as an empowered you, right? Empowered to say how you feel. Empowered to take the failures and stand up, brush yourself off and continue until you find the right way. Learn the lessons from the failures that come about and use them for good. Uh, take the changes and reposition them to change other people's lives. Make them feel good. Compliment others. Smile more. It's hard and it's a challenge, but as you do it, you'll find the fuel that I've mentioned. It's just, it uplifts you. It takes you to the next level. Have your preparations make sense. Amazingly, your energies in your life will shift. This work, this works for work. 
relationships, personal goals. It helps for everything. No matter how different you are or where you came from or what your goal is, if it's a unifying goal, a life-changing goal, something that is worth it to you and you feel passionate about it in your heart, then never stop working for that passion. Never stop heading for it. And know the whole time that you're doing it that you're worth it. I couldn't believe it when it actually worked for me. Here I am. I fought and fought and fought to be respected. I was so numb in my life at that point that my when my goals started changing, I, I couldn't believe it. I wasn't trying to do it. I, this was the le- most least amount of emphasis that I'd really put in in years. And it was not even of my own doing anymore. I, you know did something that was great for myself and it started snowballing out of control and it started changing me as a person. Uh, I, of course, is the core Evelyn that I've always been, but the changes that were happening were changing me physically and mentally. Turns out, by the way, side note, that when you have thyroid disease, you suffer what's called brain fog. And this brain fog is something that is such a real thing that it's like when you walk over to the refrigerator and you open it and you don't know what you walk there for. Or you walk to a room in your house and you forget what you went in there to grab. Or you could have sworn that you told someone something or said that you would meet someone somewhere or something and you don't remember that happening. And... I had lived with that undiagnosed for so many years that it had gotten to a point where that just became who I was until I got it treated. Once I started going on the medication and started doing everything that uh, the doctor was telling me to do exercise-wise, the brain fog cleared and I was awakened again. I could see different things about my life and my schedule and my, you know, chores that I had at home, my relationships that were either going great for years or maybe they weren't. And just that one simple thing of all of the things brought me enough clarity to make the changes that I would have been afraid to make before. But it was an empowering move and something that I think everybody has those different experiences behind them where they could make these changes too. And they're never negative changes. You never want to go south. You always want to go north in the change department. Always move it up. Uh, Because challenging yourself is what makes you your best you. Empowering yourself with the confidence to make it better is something that is priceless. And once you learn how to do it, you realize that it's not that hard to do. Your voice is worth hearing. What you have to say does matter. And that there is so much change that's out there that you can make that your confidence is keeping you from jumping that hurdle. And maybe you came across this podcast today for someone like me to remind you of that worth and how important it is. Because I didn't have anybody to remind me and I tripped over it by accident. And it was one of the greatest things that ever happened to me. It very well may have saved my own life. So 
I did a, a series of things. I, I stopped asking what other people thought. I, I didn't want to know anybody's opinions anymore because I'd been hurt by them so much for so long in the hamster wheel that all of a sudden I was cruising. I was a woman on a mission and I didn't need anybody's opinion anymore. Uh, it seemed as though uh, asking the outside world what they thought of things at this time of my life was only making me feel bad. The constructive criticism, I think that I was too weak in what I was thinking and I was going through a transitional period of my life that asking other people's opinions and receiving negative feedback would have been damaging to the goal that I was trying to reach, which I don't even know what the main goal was. I guess just to live a healthier lifestyle and to be heard, but to be heard kind of fell on the back burner after I started cruising on this whole identifying what was wrong with me stuff. I uh, started really realizing that the quality of person that I was as an adult and how a ripening adult was actually the fulfilling concentration that I should have been concentrating on all along. And I stuck to myself and I kept my, my daily social circle to about three people. By doing that, I just completely cut out a, a huge, uh, a huge realm of people that were full of nothing but opinions, but never wanted to hear what I had to say. And I didn't need to involve them in my everyday life anymore. I, uh, only wanted people that I could trust that had value in what I had to say that, you know, knew that I was loyal to everything that was spoken about and that my ideas mattered. People who had faith that my ideas could make a change. Those were the people I wanted to surround myself with. And I had to shift that energy over. And the people who got cut out were like, what's happening? Where are you going? What's happening? But they lived. They were fine. Um, you know, was still friends with them. They just weren't people that I was around constantly anymore. I needed the support in my life. I was thirsty for that support and it naturally happened. I didn't even realize that it was happening, but I didn't, I didn't plan this out. It, it just, it just went, but it all started empowering me. And as it was happening, I was learning what it meant and I was learning how important it was and I was coming to this aha moment of my life that was a factor in moving forward successfully and maybe I wasn't being heard by my target audience but there were other people that wanted to listen to me and I think that the the most important thing that I found in this aha moment was that I needed to be listening to myself and myself was crying out for medical care and crying out for self-love that I had been lacking. And as I started feeding that dwindled person uh, or personality rather, that, that, that broken uh, person, I started repairing this victorious, empowered woman who wanted by all standards to be listened to. And it was happening. 
I never said anything negative. I made sure with the group of people that wanted to listen to me that I was supportive of their thoughts, supportive of their ideas, that I gave them my sole concentration. Anything that I wanted in my life, I wanted to make sure that I was giving that to other people because I knew how much that respect was appreciated. And it's something that you don't realize until you're talking, 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 and you feel like you're going around that, that hamster wheel. And so everybody who comes into my life that is in my everyday, I make the time to listen to them and process their thoughts and give them an educated, informed decision on, you know, and I'll ask them, do you want my opinion on this or did you just want to vent? Because if they want my opinion and they want me to advise them to something, then I will definitely share that with them. But if not, if they just wanted to vent, that's okay too. Because sometimes we all just want someone to listen to us, let it off our chest, right? So I also didn't want to have to lean on anybody for anything at this point in my life. Now, I am no longer like that. I am a human being and I do like to lean on others, especially when I've got a lot going on. But at this point in my life, I felt like the people that had been kind of toxic for me that I had been leaning on were not... Uh, taking the information that I was giving them, you know, constructively. I think that they were using it um, as kind of like the indicator that I was still feeling like something in my universe wasn't quite adding up. And that's just Evelyn being Evelyn, right? So I stopped leaning on people for things like that. And I started understanding that maybe my spirituality and you know, my goals and things were not going to fall on anybody's shoulders but my own at the end of the day anyway. And changing some of my patterns and some of the ways that I think about things will help me to deal with the problems from start to finish by myself or with my partner. Or, you know, I can do this in involving as little amount of people as possible. Um, And that started working for me too because there were a few moles in my group. I would tell people my ideas and then other people would find them out and other people would find them out. Other people would find them out. And then someone else who may have been, you know, much louder than my voice was, you know, would be hurt. And it was just crushing, crushing, crushing. And I started eliminating that feeling out of my life. And any of the listeners who are listening to this, if you can identify that feeling, then I'm hoping that this is giving you that leg up that you need to know that you're not alone, that, you know, through different parts of your life, you'll experience this. And I can promise you that, um, this was not the first time in my life that I'd experienced something like this. This was just the first time that I tried something different and I repositioned the energy that I was putting on the subject at hand. And I started focusing on another number one priority, myself. It just blows my mind that I didn't know the first thing about doing that and how much it empowered me to help others and to look inside myself and find out what could make my own life better, what would make me a better person for other people. And I, of course, play the role of a girlfriend, a 
you know, daughter, a friend, a neighbor, you know, I, I play a lot of roles, but I'm not a parent. And I feel like the parents out there, this may empower them or the moms that stay at home or the moms who don't stay at home, the, you know, husbands who want to be heard. Maybe you're in the hamster wheel working all the time and, you know, everybody's got their own thing, right? But it takes somebody to shine the light for you. In my case, it happened by accident, but it takes a sign to show you that empowerment may be the repositioning of energy that's going to change your life for the better forever. And I wanted to be that for you guys today. So I solely focused on my own goals and suddenly I had gotten the insurance rights for my surgery to be covered 100%. I was respected by my coworkers and and people who people who worked around me valued what I had to say again. I astonishingly only gave my assignments half of my energy rather than 150% of my energy and they were knock it out of the park ideas that were being exercised, functioned. There were groups that were being uh, put towards each of my ideas. All of a sudden, it was all working for me. My home life sparked back up again. I lost 137 pounds. My relationship that I'd been in for years, where my boyfriend was used to seeing the same me every day, every day, was like seeing a new me, the new person that he started dating years and years ago, walk through the door again. This wasn't something that I had planned. This was just something that was happening as a result of the surgery, as a result of the liquid diet that I did for two weeks and the 30 pounds that I lost. But I lost it because I was feeling the stresses. I was changing my medication. I was changing my, you know, doctors. I was changing everything. And I was dropping weight. My home life started blossoming this spark of heat that hadn't been felt in years. And it was like I was a new person coming home to him every day. And our relationship was renewing again. Um, We'd always had a great relationship and have a great relationship. This was something different. This was a new factor that hadn't been considered before. This was, oh, you know, just lighting the switch again. It was wonderful. I became a more creative cook. I took on home projects. I started building my own shelving. I started, you know, doing some of my own measurements, learning a little bit of electrical, learning about plumbing. I was starting to, you know, take a eye into some remodeling projects and some, you know, replacement of the appliances and wattage and all kinds of things and replacements and you know, technology took me into a whole different direction, you know, amping up my life technological wise. I was just, you know, focusing this attention that I had an overflow of on things that would make me feel my worth again. I was empowered to be heard and to see things and to do things that were out of my comfort zone. I wanted to reach goals that I didn't think were even possible before because I never had the courage to go for them. And then all of a sudden, I was empowered to do so. I wanted people to know that I was here. The universe listens and gives back to you what you put into it. If you don't mind the occasional fail, 
and you have a constitution deep inside of you to continue forward, then I highly suggest you cutting away or repositioning your necessary toxicities. Be empowered. Be confident that you're responsible for an incredible difference. Challenge your fears and be firm in making a positive change. If you're hitting a rut, move some things around and the whole time, just remember more important than anything, no matter how many times you fall, no matter how many times you feel like it wasn't good enough, no matter how many times you try, get up and dust yourself off because you're worth it. And if nobody else tells you that, let me be the one. You are worth it. With all of that being said, and 48 minutes into this podcast, a little longer than I usually go because of how passionate I am about empowerment, I'm going to come to a close. I would love to hear your feedback on my voicemail. And if you have trouble accessing the voicemail, you can always contact me over at my Instagram at Life Over Matter Podcast, or you can hit me up on Twitter. Please feel free to like and share with your friends uh, this podcast. I would love to be able to help others as many as I can. It's kind of my life goal for 2021 going forward and part of being my best me for that. I'm Evelyn Kish. See you next time.